Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Dr. Jennifer Griffin, thank you so much for joining me this morning. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Absolutely. So take me through, I know you want to talk about some of the initiatives, and and full disclosure, I will tell you that I'm also a Philadelphia mom. My youngest son is a a teenager, and and he's a junior this year. We're looking at different schools. And full disclosure, I will tell you, Lou Klein, who, of course, the Journalism Communication School is named after, was a mentor. The late, great Lou Klein was my mentor. I adored him. And so this is... You know, a piece of me, I love Temple. I'm rooting for Temple and for student. My own son is looking at Temple, in other words. So I come to you as, yes, somebody who's hosting a show, longtime, you know, news reporter and anchor, but also as a mom. And I think a lot of parents are want to hear what you have to say as far as the safety on Temple and how you feel that you've made some great advances and improvements. Yeah, no, I mean, well, first of all, congratulations, you, you know, you've got them this far, so it's exciting, <laughs> exciting, exciting time, but no, I, I absolutely, and this is one of the things I love about this job is engaging with, you know, whether it be, you know, our parents, or our students, faculty, and staff, also within our own department and hearing views, you know, we are, I feel good about where we are at Temple, I am very excited about the direction we are moving in, um, I think it is a great, oper- it's an amazing University, R1 University, access and opportunity. I mean, our students are different than other students, and I was really drawn to that. I'm a, I'm a person, my parents, neither one of them graduated from college, but they yeah. told my sisters and I we would go to college, and it, it definitely was a financial challenge for them. And I, you know, I, I see that in the struggles that our students face. And so to be able to have that environment to create opportunity, like I want this to be a place that they leave, they had fun, they were safe, and they had a world-class education that's going to take them into the future. And so when when the community, when it's widely reported, I'm looking at an NBC10 report, but the Inquirer, shootings within Temple Police's patrol zone more than doubled in the last four years. I mean, this is one of the reason, one of the reasons that you were brought in, right, to try to make it a safer place. And then we have the the tragedy of the fatal shooting of Sergeant Christopher Fitzgerald, you know, that February. And so now we have, in the wake of all of this, the Temple University uh, Police Union has called for your resignation. And they have released this publicly. Alex Schaefer has spoken. He he has called in to, to this show. And they have said that you have failed them on the job. What do you say to that? 
Yeah, well, I would, well, first of all, I'll say in regarding the search, it was an extensive search. There were 71 people who put in for it. Mm-hmm. Um, I came to it with a very, you know, unique background, 23 years as a law enforcement officer in Delaware, a PhD from an R1 Institute, um, teacher, uh, international speaker, somebody, you know, I'm contracted by the International Association of Chiefs of Police, as well as the Department of Justice as a subject matter expert. So I, I came to this with a very unique perspective um, and also a very heavy reliance on research-based and evidence-based strategies and professionalizing a law enforcement organization. Um, and I would say, you know, have there been struggles? Absolutely, Don. I mean, nobody, you would be an idiot to not research fully a job that you were stepping into. I fully was aware of all of the challenges that we were facing. In fact, prior to taking the job, I came up multiple times on my own. I talked to officers. I talked to students and faculty. I have good relationships. I had relationships with some of the faculty here who are doing criminal justice research. And I even reached out to the universe, you know, to the Temple Police president to, you know, because I had been told it had been a very toxic and volatile relationship with him and leadership. And, you know, I spent 23 years as a paying union member, very mm-hmm. involved. Um, two of my closest friends with the state police were our, or one is and one was our union president. In fact, one of them was my reference for this job and continues to, you know, provide me insights. And I'm also, you know, have a relationship with the Philadelphia Police Department FOP president. So I have great relationships with a variety of people within union and also within the Temple Union. I mean, there, you know, I started monthly meetings from the moment I got here. And some of the union leadership are at every meeting. Some of them choose not to come and engage. And that's really disappointing and sad because they're missing out on opportunities to have their voice heard and actually to sit down at the table. And I'm, I like to say that I will always lead with my heart. I will always be professional and give people that space. But I also can't force people to the table. And, and some yeah. people are just extremely, you know, disgruntled and toxic. And I can tell you... I have conversations several times a week with people who come in, police officers, security officers, you know, our dispatchers that are very happy with the direction we're doing and all of the enhancements we have made, the increases in salary and benefits and all of the stuff that we're mm-hmm. doing to increase and improve the culture and the environment. And, you know, and, and sometimes, you know, leadership doesn't speak for them. They've told me that themselves. They mm-hmm. said they don't agree with the strategy. Sure. They don't agree with the toxicity. And it's, it's not helpful. So... Well, I continue to leave space for people. <laughs> I want I want to play and just to give you the opportunity because Alex Schaefer was on this program within the last what three and a half weeks, and we just cut like fifteen twenty seconds so that you can directly respond to this because I always want to tell both sides of you know give both sides of the story. Here's Alex Schaefer speaking out. He, he's the Temple Police Union president, and unfortunately, the Temple propaganda uh, continues. Um, so, you know, they're doing a big media blitz right now um, about all of the so-called improvements going on on campus or, or throughout the neighborhood. Um, but a lot of that is they're blurring the lines or just straight up lying. Um, the other day, they actually made a uh, social media post claiming that we had 95 sworn law enforcement officers. Um, and that's just a flat out lie. Your response Absolutely. So first, thank you for the opportunity. Yes. I'd ask for, you know, as a as a journalist, I would hope that you dug into, like, what specifically is he saying that we're, prop, you know, the propaganda? Because one of the things that people asked us for 
was more communication, more collaboration. And that's what we've done. We're now just sharing the things that we are doing on a daily basis, the layers of security. To his point about the 95, I'd ask him, where are your numbers? The 95 comes right from the university, from our time management um, manager who's in our office and also with the university. 95 represents, as we've put in all of our social media posts, as well as anything that we send out through like the different types of uh, messaging that we send out, includes our police officers, the detectives, our administrators who are sworn, because that's who's working on a daily basis. You know, over the last year, Detectives have been tasked with a variety of policing details. Our police officers are working, and our administrators are out on the front lines. So that number represents that entire group. Philadelphia doesn't come out and say, oh, we're down this many of this, Mm -hmm. you know, this corporal or this sergeant or whatever. They're down 1,500 people from the FOP president just a couple weeks ago. They're down 1,500 people. So I I would ask, you know, in the future, if you had opportunities, to ask him where the information is coming. And I'll be honest with you, it's really disappointing and sad. Um, I would say that you ask an officer who's actually working mm-hmm. and doing the patrols, the foot patrols, they're doing these different, you know, the supervisors with our meetings and looking at crime stats and looking at strategy, how it has changed for them. Because they're the ones who are working day in and day out and are trying to move the community forward. And so you talked about Philadelphia and and the relationship which is a, an open line of communication with John McNesby and the FOP, that really brings me to the question of Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. You know, if it were, what I never hear is anybody saying, yo, we're in Philadelphia. Look at what's happening. After defund the police, after the sure. pandemic, after kids were, you know, the mandates kept a lot of kids out of school. A lot of those kids who were kept out of school are now 17, 18, counting up to 23, right? And so we have all of this, you know, the, the I think, to, to me personally, observing all of this, this mm-hmm. is all a result of a bigger picture. Oh, I know. Okay, Absolutely. so I wanted you to talk to that because ultimately sure. you have to navigate within, you know, maybe you're the smaller boat navigating in, in a lot of wavy waters at a time when we've had the defund the, I mean, I have a, I have my other son, by the way, is at Penn State studying criminology, you okay. know, and so, so I'm looking at that as a mom of thinking, oh, he wants to go into being a police officer. Oh, no, but really, that's a problem that you have people who used to say, oh, how wonderful you're going into law enforcement. And now family, even if a young person thinks about that, their family is saying, are you kidding me? And so right. we, we have to change all of that all at the same time. Absolutely. I mean, you made, well, first of all, you made two really great points. And one to your, your son at Penn State. I grew up at Penn State, so <laughs> I'm sure he's having a great time. But, you know, I think that the issue with Philadelphia is it's not, and with any large city, we're one of the top five largest cities in the United States. There are challenges that you have. In addition to, then you add in COVID restrictions, like you said, educational challenges with people, you know, students mm-hmm. now, going to school at home. They lost some socialization. What we are seeing, especially with crime in Philadelphia, and this isn't something new. I mean, the Philadelphia Police Department has put this out before, is that there's a small population that is committing crime throughout the city. You know, and they have, you know, it's like maybe a thousand people, Mm -hmm. you know, and unfortunately, those people are, you know, as they age out, 
and then new people age in, like mm-hmm. they lack skills. They lack the escalation, conflict resolution. One of our recent shootings was over a road rage for somebody walking yes. in a crosswalk. I mean, that's the level of challenge and the violence that we're seeing on a daily basis, not just at Temple, but throughout the city. And so that's why, you know, when I talk about what we're doing in the strategy, you know, I really frame it around five different pillars. One, it's about personnel. The second one is training and professional development. Third is technology and equipment. Four is strategy. And the fifth pillar is collaboration and communication because, you know, it doesn't matter. I think it's a very short-sighted, ignorant, and maybe a lack of understanding of the issues that people just say, just hire more cops. Well, Mm -hmm. one, if it were that easy, every agency (laughs) in the United States would do it. Um, But we've really enhanced our strategy with that. But the second part of it is, if you don't, if you have personnel, but you don't have strategy, you're not going to make an impact. And the same, if you have a strategy, but you don't have personnel to carry it out, it's going to be ineffective. And that's why it's just not one thing that is going to solve the crime and the issues that we have in the city. It's also going to take a lot of work, a holistic approach by a lot of different people and a lot of different units. Like policing, we're a Band-Aid. We're the last call. Something in society has gone deeply wrong, and we are called to solve people's problems. Sometimes we go and they'll have, we'll go to domestics, and these people have been fighting for 20 years. Mm-hmm. And we're, we're called to the yeah. scene to try to solve their issues. Same thing with crime. You know, these people, these families or individuals have been beefing for years. And we're called in to try to solve an underlying issue, which takes time and resources. So, again, you know, it's just not just policing. Yeah. You know, we are just one aspect of it. And that's why it's so important that people collaborate, that we continue to work together. We include the community We do not want to over-police. I think that's something that frequently gets missed Mm -hmm. is, you know, over-policing. After George Floyd, and I'm I'm just going to say there were multiple issues and incidents where law enforcement was wrong, where we, you know, we overstepped, where we harmed people, where we harmed relationships. And for those of us that are committed to transparency and building relationships, this is something that we will continue to have to build for years. And that's why... Just adding a cop on every block, is that really the solution? Is that even feasible? It's about building relationships and having good strategy. Well, my final question, Dr. Jennifer Griffin, who's Temple's uh, Vice President for Public Safety, on one hand, how do you bring together the Temple University Police Association, those officers, to make them feel post-George Floyd and post the defund the police you know, movement to make them feel fully respected by by you, by the university. At the same time, I, I can tell you right now, there are moms listening, friends of mine, whose daughters are current students at Temple. And after some of the incidents, they said, uh-uh, you're not living on, you're coming home, and you'll commute back and forth. I mean, there is this feeling of fear. So how do you balance both of those? Sure, absolutely. Well, I would say one thing. Uh, I take the I take all of my employees, their wellness um, and their health very uh, seriously. I mean, one of the things that I was fortunate to do with the Delaware State Police is build a wellness unit, and we're doing that here. We currently have, you know, one of the things we changed immediately um, is their shifts. You know, they were working 21 days a week on the eight-hour shifts. We changed them to 12-hour shifts, uh, and that was something that, you know, people had talked about and weren't able to do, and I was able to come in, and we carried it out 
Now officers get an additional 72 days off a year. They weren't getting a weekend other than every 13 weeks. Now they every other weekend is a three-day weekend. And not only has it increased their time off, their rest, their recovery time, but it's also increased the number of police officers that are working. Because previously, mm-hmm. you know, you might have half the shift on a day off on the eight-hour shifts. Now on the 12-hour shifts, every police officer assigned to that is working unless they're on workers' comp or they're at training. So we've seen our numbers on just for our patrol officers on main campus go from five to six to 10, fully staffing HSC with another five and Ambler. In addition to that, we have the supplemental. So it's not just one thing that we're trying to do for the officers. We also have a group that's working on a wellness unit, different strategies. We've done the pay. We've increased their pay and retention. Um, and that was, that was something that I brought to the union. You know, I went to them. They were only, they weren't even a year into a four-year contract. And I went to them and said, hey, I'd like to make our salary and benefits more competitive because it's part of our recruitment and retainment strategy that we're building. I mean, when have you ever heard, Don, management go to a union and say, we want to increase your pay and salary and you're not even one year into a contract? <laughs> it's it's Never. unheard of. <laughs> unheard of. Um, in well, addition, that- we have... Yeah, recruitment bonus, uh, retention bonuses, signing bonuses, lateral program. You know, there's there's so many things that we're trying to do to improve their mm-hmm. wellness, not just the officers, but our dispatchers and security officers. We have, you know, 170 plus employees that work for public safety. And so there's a lot of stakeholders that I'm trying to improve the environment for. And I, I can only hope that other people, you know, some people are just very disgruntled. Um, I think the common denominator is if you can't get along with, every leader you've ever had or any leadership that probably speaks to that person. Um, but we're moving forward and I'm, I'm not going anywhere, Don. I've been <laughs> here. The, the hardest part is behind us, I think for sure. Yeah. So, you know, I'm committed to this community and to this university and to the department. Well, I, we appreciate you coming on and I, I always uh, believe that the conversation is so important. Dr. Jennifer Griffin, thank you so much for joining me and I hope the conversation continues. Absolutely. Dawn, anytime you want to come down and get a personal tour of campus, I'm happy to give you and your son a tour. Uh It's a beautiful campus. It's an amazing place. Yes. Thank you so much. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app, 
Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.